Um, yeah, my name is uh, Gerald Bush. Um, I grew up in uh, on the White Mountain Apache Reservation. Um, my dad's full-blooded White Mountain, and my mom's Navajo, but we grew up in uh, the Turkey Creek um, area. I went to high school at East Fork and uh, did my college, undergraduate, and medical school in Tucson at the University of Arizona. Wow. All at UVA Wildcat. Okay. So <laughs> um, thank you for for um, talking with me for a few minutes. I just um, want to respect your time and um, keep it uh, focused in the in the scope of the, the work that we're talking about today. Um, so the floor is yours. I just want to, I guess, frame the, the conversation around you as a medical provider um, as well as a member of, of the White Mountain Apache uh, community raised culturally and socially and politically and all of that um, intertwined in your upbringing. What has this COVID-19 phenomenon or global pandemic, what has it meant for you to see a global pandemic impact your own community and rather our community? And also what do you want the world to know? So go ahead, no pressure. Yeah, okay. Yeah, thanks for asking me to um, come on this call. Um, you know, it's uh, this coronavirus, uh, also the disease that it causes, call it uh, COVID-19, you know, it started, you know, way over in China and um, kind of made its way all over the world, um, which, you know, it's a very, um, in medical terms, a very transmissible disease. Um, it It transmits between person to person very easily um, and it does the virus itself is very tricky um, it, it I don't know how else to describe it it hides very well um, yeah. people get yeah people get infected and they don't know that they're infected and they start giving it to other people um, unknowingly so yeah so that's that's one of the things that is really puzzling about this virus um, and very scary. And that's why we're seeing so many um, cases in the world. That's why it's a pandemic. Um, and, you know, the, the reservation, as beautiful as it is, um, and it, it, at times it can be very isolating, but, you know, we're still part of the world. Um, our little community is you know, in Northern Arizona, um, and it has really uh, impacted uh, all the tribal members, um, even to this day. Uh, I believe they're still in lockdown, um, which is one of the extreme measures that any community has taken. I, it's probably one of the most extreme in the whole country, I would think, um, other than the Navajo Nation, who who has been doing the same thing. Um, you know, it's it's really um, caused a lot of uh, a lot of changes for uh, my fellow tribal members. Um, so yeah. 
Okay. Thank you for that. Yes, it really puts into perspective the implications of uh, and, the, and the cultural considerations of, of what this global pandemic uh, and its impact has um, in our community, in our corner of the world, where we believe, you know, that um, the center of our universe is within those sacred mountains. Um, and, and so raised in that community uh, and being educated and living off territory, what do you want your community or our community to know about um, what, what do you want to say to them right now? Um, yeah, I, I, you know, my heart uh, it goes out to the whole community, my prayers, you know, um, I'm sure you know, I know so many people that have, um, that have passed away from this virus. Um, so it's really hits home for all of us, I think, on the reservation. Um, and a, a lot of other people who have gotten infected as well, but have recovered. So, you know, let's not forget about those people. Um, and unfortunately, you know, in Arizona, we are, uh, I think the New York Times kind of highlighted that we're the worst hotspot in the whole world, Arizona. So that kind of puts into perspective, you know, how bad this, um, this pandemic has, has, has grown here in Arizona. So, yeah, to my family, um, fellow tribal members, I just want to encourage you guys to, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Um, like I said, it's a very tricky virus. Um, so there, as a, from a medical perspective, you know, there's no treatment for this. There is no magical drug. There's no antibiotic that we can give, you know, for like pneumonia or some other like sinusitis or some other infection, meningitis. We can give antibiotics and it, people get better. But unfortunately, with this virus, you know, there's no treatment. Um, I mean, they're learning new things. Um, I believe there's one drug called remdesivir that seems to be helping. Um, and But that's the only one drug. So I just want to encourage people just um, the only way to, to get to um, – to fight it, I guess, is, you know, I hate using social distance because that doesn't sound right. It, for, right. for me, I like saying physical distance because, yeah. you know, as Native Americans, we're social people. Um, yeah. We take, we take care of our relatives. We take care of our neighbors. We, we check, on, we check our, on our grandmothers and grandpa, our aunts and uncles. Um, so I, I like saying physical distance instead of social distance. Um, so keep doing that. Um, obviously wearing masks, you know, helps a lot. Um, and unfortunately, you know, staying home, if you don't need to go out and do things, I would just stay home. Um, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, you get live on the reservation. It's so pretty there. So I would think it'd be easier to stay home, but <laughs> Um, I know it's hard for some people. Um, so just keep that in mind. Uh, you know, there's not a lot of treatment still for this virus. Um, hopefully in time, you know, the scientists and uh, people are trying to get a vaccine, but the vaccine takes a while. Um, 
So, yeah. Yeah, thank you. That's well said. Yes, I think I saw in the news that they're in the late stage, or correct me if I'm wrong, but the one of the final phases of um, clinical test trials uh, for a vaccine in 2021, or maybe even early 2021. But the point being, it's not in 2020. So as a medical provider, recognizing and looking at the data and seeing the impacts and also coming from the community uh, and knowing the historical trauma and the unresolved grief and the substance use and um, recognizing uh, through your training the model of, of, of harm reduction um, in the time of COVID. Do you have any thoughts or, or do you have anything that you want to weigh in around um, our response to COVID in terms of a harm reduction model, um, specifically towards our at-risk or our substance users, uh, those types of patients? Yeah, um, sure. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think it, it's, you know, ideally you would, you know, um, try to, they call it, they call it contact tracing. So if mm -hmm. someone gets, uh, gets infected, um, then you, they come into the hospital or wherever, um, there's people there, uh, epidemiologists or, or nurses or field nurses or whoever um, can ask that person, hey, who, who did you talk to? Who have you been around? And they can go and talk to those people and, you know, try to, you know, get a good idea of who could possibly be infected. And I know it's really hard on the reservation, especially if there's a lot of, um, you know, uh, alcoholics, um, active drug users uh, that are are not staying in place, not quarantining themselves, um, and who knows who they're coming in contact with. You know, that's that's one of the things that's really, really, um, it's really concerning. And I think I don't know if anyone studied this, but that's probably one of the main culprits uh, that's um, transmitting this virus on the reservation. So, and I think right now, I think they're doing okay because it looks like they're, the police and the authorities are involved um, in clamping the reservation down. So hopefully this helps, you know, that's all, you know, we just need people to you know, stay home and um, be careful, uh, not be in big groups. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that makes sense to me. And I think the, the difficulties, I guess, for, we'll just separate between, uh, let's say, people with substance use disorder. That's you know the clinical term terminology in the medical field for me as a licensed social worker. But people with SUD, you know, alcohol um, substance use disorder. Uh, let's separate them from the general community for a second. And um, in our community, the White Mountain Apache Tribe we, for one reason or another, which we don't have to get into, we tend to call people with alcohol who, who uh, experience and suffer and deal with alcoholism, we call them camels. And that's a very problematic term, but it's part of our history. And so that's 
the camels are separate from, and I don't even like that term, but they'll, the people who are dealing with alcoholism and substance use, they're not the people going to Walmart every Tuesday and Thursday. So I, I, I guess what I want to say is that as much as our community is really shaming and shunning people who are really suffering with alcoholism, I come from a family of alcoholics. So I take personal offense when anyone, when anyone shames or shuns, you know, my alcohol intake because that's, that's coming from a place of pain. I'm going on a rant here, but my point is that, that most people who, like you're saying, Dr. Uh, Bush, that most people who have to do the contact tracing uh, are your average, you know, people who work in the community. They might work in the tribal headquarter office. They might work at BIA. They might work at the schools or, excuse me, churches. So really, according to CNN and medical experts, a lot of the the people who test positive are your everyday people uh, and not, you know, jail inmates. It's really your everyday people. So I don't know if you have anything to add to that as well or or if you want something else, uh, you want to mention anything else. Oh, yeah. Um, I I totally agree with you. Um, You know, like I said, I I like to call this a tricky virus, you know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so someone gets infected, um, it takes about four to five days um, mm-hmm. before they start feeling symptoms. So um, who knows what those symptoms are? It could be headaches, it could be feeling tired, uh, runny nose, sore throat, slight fever, you know, if you're young and, and vibrant and no health problems, then I'm sure like a lot of us will just be like, oh, I'll just, you know. Right. We'll just see what happens. Yeah. And yeah. then and then mm-hmm. they get better. You know, most people get better, like younger, healthy people. Um and and those are the people like those are the people that are really you're right, are the ones that are spreading the virus. Um, because they don't know they have it. Um and they're still interacting with, you know, uh other people, uh, maybe not wearing a mask, maybe not washing their hands as much. Yeah, so this really has to be ingrained in in every tribal member. Um, yeah. And and unfortunately, it's we're not seeing any. I hate to be political, but we're not seeing any leadership from the president. And right. And and it's like thirty percent of the country doesn't really care about you know the 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 rest of the seventy percent you know that are trying to. Uh, really clamp down on this virus. You know, they're listening to what the president is saying. You know, he's not wearing a mask. He's not um, telling people to stay home. He's doing the opposite. <laughs> he's really pushing for everybody to go out and do things. And and that's, in my opinion, that it's not really helping. Um, but, you know, right. that's and the my little And the evidence is showing rant. that, too. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's my little rant on the president. But it's your opinion and also the evidence is showing that as well. So I think I'll have to look at the article, but there's, it was another country second to the state of Arizona. Um, And I think that to be white mountain Apache, you know, in the year 2020 is to be political, 
regardless of your training because your indigenous self-determination is in, intimately tied to you before any profession is tacked on to you. I don't know if you have anything to add to that as as well in terms of, you know, it's our responsibility as, as Native Americans in the East Coast will say, it's our original instructions and our responsibility to take care of the people, the community, the land, the seeds, the food, so that it'll be here in seven generations and, and seven generations beyond that. So I'm not sure if you have anything else to add um, in terms of, you know, your expertise as a medical doctor and also your role as a healer. Really, you're a healer um, in terms of what our community needs and also, you know, what um, what do you want for our community? Um, and, and just to be specific about that, you know, one of the things that I would want selfishly is a better relationship between our White Mountain Apache community and our IHS staff. And that includes from, you know, the head of the IHS, I don't know the specific person, but that's irrelevant, all the way down to the janitor, all the way down to the medic, the helicopter people, and the hospital uh, medical team that received us in um, Phoenix and Tucson and wherever. So I don't know if you, if that makes sense, if you want to speak to that as far as we need Navapache uh hospital medical team we need everyone to just be patient with our people we we our elders speak a second language we need cultural competency and cultural humility so i don't know if you want to speak to that um yeah um you know i i worked with i worked for ihs for about three years um here in phoenix so um you know i've seen a lot of uh a lot of different things, some good, some bad, um, you know, so, and I would just say for the community, um, uh, I think it's, it's a time like for the whole world, basically. And for myself, um, uh, it's a time for reflection. Um, yeah. it's a time to reevaluate, you know, what we're doing wrong. Um, individually you know as a family or as a community as a tribe as a nation you know it's this virus is really showing us you know what is really lacking and what is weak in our system um and unfortunately you know i've, I've been reading journals you know there's going to be more viruses <laughs> i hate to say that i hate to bring some like bad news and stuff but there's going to be more viruses and there might be more pandemics, you know, 10, 15 years down the road because um, this has happened before and, and history is telling us it's going to happen again. So I hope this really uh, enforces how we need to prepare ourselves. And like you said, maybe the tribe needs to teach all of us how to be more self-sustaining um, learning how to grow, grow, you know, have a garden, you know, uh, my dad used to tell stories how, 
there were cornfields all the way from, you know, on the river all the way up to eastward. And, you know, wow. now you don't, yeah, now we don't see that. There's cornfields here and there, but very, I don't know if it's, I don't know if the soil is different or, or what's going on. Um, you know, self-sustaining, you know, we all need to learn how to grow our food. Um, I think from a medical perspective, and I speak, I speak for myself as well, we need to be healthier because uh, unfortunately this virus likes to prey on the weakest, you know, um, and people who, who are obese, um, and I put myself in that category, you know, we're at, we're at high risk. And I know as uh, Native Americans in yeah. general, you know, diabetes and obesity is yeah. really, really, really high. And maybe this Blood is telling us. type 2, all the heart disease, right, doctor? All that. Yeah. We're, we're always yeah. number one on all of that. And maybe this virus or, or somebody's trying to tell us, God or whoever, that we need to change our ways. We need to be healthier if we want to continue as uh, as 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 an Apache people. Um, and for IHS, you know, I like IHS, you know, they, they did a lot for me. I know it's, it's, it's free healthcare because of the treaties and, that we've got into, but I would, I would tell people not to depend on the government because years and years and years, the United States government has failed Native Americans. And, you know, to put it in a different way, they, Prisons are more fun than Native Americans. <laughs> like right. prison, prisoners have better health care than Native Americans. Every the industrial year, complex ensures that through our tax, oh tax, yeah, our tax dollars. And and this is for all the people who would say, oh, natives don't pay taxes. Yes, we do. The minute we step yes. off our territory, we pay. And even when we're on territory, we we pay taxes. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, to those people, I would like to show you my tax returns, how much I, how much taxes I pay. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we don't even have time for them. Moving on, but yes, Dr. Bush, yes, I agree with you that we definitely uh, need to not depend on that because history has already shown us all the evidence, 500 years of evidence. So we, yes, keep going. Yeah. So IHS, you know, unfortunately, I, I wouldn't put all my you know, a lot of my um, confidence in IHS. I love the people there. They're hard workers, you know. Yeah. Um, the doctors, the nurses, the custodians, everybody there are hard, hard workers. But it's it's a government system that is, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if they're tailored to really advance Native American health care. If they, if they really were, they would, you know, fund it, fund all the programs. It's severely underfunded. You know, um, there's still so many uh, chronic diseases. Um, so I don't, I don't know what the answer is, but I would just maybe uh, as a tribe, as a whole, we need to come up with something uh, different. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, just to add to that, um, what I guess, just to respond to your point earlier about um, doing, I agree with you, doing better around food choice, um, healthier food choices, healthier action. I think a way that it was framed uh, for me was 
you know, challenge yourself to not sit as much. And so when I when I thought about it, instead of like don't always sit or or I'm always sitting for work, you know, and, and I think um, if I reframe that in my mind to be like, ooh, how can I challenge myself to not be sitting today? How can I challenge myself to stand during my meeting, you know, or whatnot? I'm just making stuff up. But that helps me to be a little bit more active and it helps my heart um, with the blood flow. And, and And I guess to get to my point of like, how do we as white man Apache people, I don't, excuse me, I don't know our immediate income, but how are we supposed to pick healthier foods when the policies and the tribal, local, county, state, federal policies fail us time and time again? We can't even get food stamps if we're a felon. So I guess how do we want to bring hope around better food choices? Because it's possible, you know, pre-contact and after colonial contact our diabetes weren't this sky high. So it's possible it's just going to take innovation and ingenuity. Um, but I don't know if you want to respond to that. And then we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, you know, I kind of wanted to say something. It was funny you were when you were talking about moving. Actually, that's one of the things, uh, people that have COVID, that um, we recommend them to move because, we need the blood to flow because, you know, people who are infected with COVID, there's a high risk of getting um, blood clots in their legs or, or wherever. So it, it, it's, wow. yeah, we, yeah, we encourage people, like, keep moving. Don't lay in bed even though you don't feel good. Just keep moving, moving, you know. Um, so, yeah, as far as the the diet and, and all of that, um, you know, that's, uh, again, that's a tough one. You know, people um, I know on the reservation are, like, uh, are pretty much living paycheck to paycheck. You know, they're given, like, or, you know, like a certain sum, you know, and and you got to make that stretch. And, you know, healthy food, like vegetables and fruits, you know, uh, from my experience is when you buy them, if you don't eat it right away, they they go bad like within yeah. a week, yeah, and and a lot of our travel members need need money, you know, food to be there for two three weeks because you don't know when, you know, the next paycheck or might might come in. So, um, and a lot of that I think is with in, in all of America. It's just, it's it's a very we're very busy people. Um, you know, we like things fast. We like fast food. We liked, you know, processed food, um, food that, you know, processed meat. Um, it's just one of the things that's part of the diet. And it's really, it's really hard to change, uh, to change, you know, to that kind of, uh, kind of eating. So it, I don't, I don't know the answer to that. I guess maybe, um, I don't know if we need a, it's one of those things that it's really, I don't have a good answer for that one. Well, I think this would be a great opportunity to challenge our community members to get creative and really yes. carve out what that is for them. This is an opportunity. The world is slowing down so that you can focus on your health, focus on your language, focus on your own healing, whatever that looks like for you. The world is 
literally the earth is saying, you know, sit down, calm down, and mm-hmm. and you know, let's let's heal this if we're gonna get through it together. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time, uh, and thank you so much for this. It's been really insightful and helpful. Oh no! Thank you for uh, asking me to do this. Uh, yeah, uh, it's funny because I always um, I always think to myself like, how can I help my tribe? You know, because I work here in Scottsdale, Arizona, uh, here at one of the hospitals, and wow. and eventually I'm going to work my way back to um, uh, serving uh, the tribes. I mean, I see a lot of um, a lot of tribal members in Scottsdale, like the Gila River, the Salt River, yeah. um, and Fort McDowell uh, Apaches. Um, but yeah, and it's it's kind of funny how this worked out. Like um, I've I've always always wanted to give back uh, to my tribe, and eventually, you know, that's something I'm kind of headed towards. So yeah. Wow, that's great. And let's stay in contact because I think that you would be a great consultant for um, having some non-Apache medical professionals uh, come to the reservation and, you know, offer their services. So that's what we want to do during the call tomorrow is really do a call to action to medical professionals. Uh, We want to set up some testing sites. I'm, I'm privileged in New York City that I can just pretty much go off of any sidewalk uh, testing site and just stand in line for no longer than 15 minutes and get tested and my results are text to me the next day. So that's wow. privilege, you know. Yeah. Um, and I want that for our community because we're so remote and so rural. I, I, I guess my point with all that was that we need to be on that level of like directness and um and uh clarity so anyway yeah yeah that that's yeah you know it, yeah that's it, i totally agree you know and hopefully arizona is changing the the political t- climate you know we've been a very republican conservative state and you know typically um they tend not to want to spend money uh especially on native americans <laughs> uh but hopefully, yeah, hopefully it's changing. You know, it's right. hopefully we're, we're be- purple we're now, right? Purple, purple state, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I totally agree with you. I, um, yeah. And I sometimes we have, like, fundraisers for, like, the congressman wow. here. And we actually had the mayor of Phoenix uh, at wow. our office. So these wow. are kind of things that I would want to kind of bring their attention yeah. to. So, yeah, yeah makes- I mean, let's talk because yeah. – yeah. We want to create the political atmosphere that if you are any politician in from the president all the way down to a city board or a school board member, if you want to have White Mountain Apache support, you better have something on your platform that speaks to the COVID impact and how you're going to help the White Mountain Apache community as well as all of the other tribal communities in the state of New York. So that's kind yeah. of where I'm getting at, but we're not there yet. We still got to strategize. <laughs> we appreciate your time. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.